0: Hello, hello, hello guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Mortgage Marketing Heroes podcast. And in today's episode, we are joined by it's Megan Bell, but I'm going to call her Mortgage Meg because that's all <laughs> I think Meg. of. Mortgage Meg, yeah. Um Meg, mate, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, thank you.
0: How are you? I'm very good. I'm always, I'm very excited to you I was looking forward to having you on the show and I saw your name this morning when I was going through my diary and I was like oh wicked This is gonna be a good fun one because yeah I'm excited to be on
1: here <laughs>
0: you should be I mean I remember we were chatting yeah. a couple of weeks ago and I said oh, I'll be nice to you I won't be mean so
1: <laughs> yeah. I was nervous but I actually enjoyed it so this time I'm like yeah have you'll fun be fine it. you'll yeah. be
0: great so so Meg for people who don't know who you are um and just kind of give us a bit of a background into into who you are what what you do and kind of how you got into this industry
1: Yes, so obviously I'm a mortgage broker for the protection parent and I've been doing it now for probably just over a year and um, it's how I got into it is literally recording Carla's TikToks for her, <laughs> which is actually, I've known her since I was like younger, but I was recording them for quite a while and she put it forward to me to, Would you think about being a mortgage broker? Because she does insurance. And I was like, "Yeah." She just gave me these massive textbooks, and was like, "If you want to do it, there you go." And I just looked at them and popped, I was like, mm, <laughs> "Maybe not." But when I actually started reading them and learning, like, I, like really enjoyed it. And I don't really like learning or revising, so because no. it like stuck to me, I was like, "Yeah, I could definitely do this." So I just revised, done the exams, passed them, and I was like, "Yeah, this is meant." Like I'd done my training, and I just enjoyed it all. So from the job I went to, which I've been doing like admin. and working in the hospital NHS for a long time. And it just, I was just a bit bored of it. And it was same thing, quite same thing every day. And I was just like, oh. And then as soon as I got this, it's different. It's, you never get in the same, every case is different. Like your days (laughs) are different. You've got flexibility. And it's just, even though it's like quite hard sometimes, like I wouldn't change it. Like it's so much like better than what I was doing before in the normal 905 job.
0: Absolutely. And so- you're so to give context people who understand so the protection parent is carla edwards anyone who doesn't know who that is that's that's one of my she is my longest client so and anyone will know so were you one of the people behind the superhero (laughs) Were you in the superhero videos
1: i was was behind the scenes in the superhero honestly would we spend like hours just Carla getting in a different outfit. I'm like on the floor recording with her hair dry here. Yeah, we've got your <laughs> husband in the background.
0: Cuz that one yeah, was We had him
1: falling down the stairs. We actually pushed him down the stairs for a video.
0: You did one where he was was it was it one where he was old they like made him made him look really old in <laughs> yeah. bed? And like... Yeah, and
1: we had Carla with, like a baby um filter on her to be the child. Yeah,
0: like you've done that they were like crazy. You haven't seen any of the protection parent crazy videos for a long time, but I remember <laughs> always being in there and i remember saying oh there's one of my, I just calling my mates coming into helping me out with it <laughs> yeah. so that so you are one of the people behind the
1: camera. i was there
0: God. <laughs> i love that and so you've, you you, know, so you you move you know you're, you're connected to carla you've seen carla doing stuff there yeah move into the protection parent mm-hmm. you you do your so you do your exams how did you find the exams? let's talk about that a little bit because they're quite yeah. a lot a lot of people struggle with them i get a lot of messages from brokers people who listen okay. to this show who are very um who are studying their maps or yeah. their or their cfs i do cf6 and cf1 but like there's two different types and um you know they, they struggle and they send me a lot of messages saying like you know I don't, it's hard and i want to keep going how did you find it
1: so i was doing them whilst i was actually still full-time working in the hospital so with that part I did struggle a little bit because I'd be coming home from work and then I'd be revising so it was a bit exhausting because with the same it is a lot to take in so you do have to literally set days aside every day to revise because if you don't you just it's not going to go in you need to like kind of I was doing it every day revising even just setting like I didn't have time an hour out of my day to do it um but then I did pass a few of them first time but then when you fail you have to like resit them and I did fail a few so what I done I just said I'm gonna quit my job now before I pass anything which was mad and I said because I know if I quit my job I'll pass them because I'll just spend my time doing that and I wanted to just I just wanted to do it and get into it because at this point I'd been doing training and I just wanted I just wanted to quit my job and go self-employed and do it that way which was a bit crazy now i think back to like leave an nhs secure job to maybe not even passing and then doing it but as soon as i quit i'd spent like a full two weeks just to revision done my research and i passed which was good news I failed, that's,
0: that's a great way of doing that it. it is a great way yeah. of doing it. I know it might sound risky but there's actually a concept that's just called <clears throat> it's called the burn the bro burn the boats yeah. If you've heard that before and it is this idea of burn the boats which is that the roman i think it's the roman generals would send when they would do they would send their um armies to take over like a boat to take over the um oh i think i've lost you oh they are Um, they'd send their armies to go and take over and what they do is bit them to burn their boats and so when they burnt their boats the only way back would be to to beat the army the only way you cut off all of those other things and so i think that you've done really well by doing that and that's quite a ballsy move
1: yeah, I was like, because I was thinking I won't quit until I actually know I can pass. And I thought like, no, I'm going to pass. I just need to quit and then just spend my time doing that. I don't think what if, so I just do it and then get it out of the way.
0: I love that. I think we're getting a bit of technical issues. Can you see me okay and hear me okay?
1: I can now, yeah. It went black a bit then, but it came back.
0: Yeah, it's coming funny over here, but that's all good. We we keep talking through It's no big deal. Yeah, um, no worries. So... You then moved into you come and work for Carla now. Like as you go and do that move, you start moving into um to, to doing content then because you're yeah. you are the you are the first you're the first advisor to join the team. So it was before mm-hmm. she had the the, the girls now the, the the other protection staff. Yeah. But then you you're the also the only mortgage advisor.
1: Yeah.
0: How did you then you and so to so just to give context to people you then move into to, to work there. And she's all about video. So I'm guessing you had to jump on the video too.
1: Straight away, yeah. Like there was no, Carla was just like, you need TikTok every day. So I was like, right. So at first I was like, this is hell. Like I not want to like record myself or take pictures of myself or anything like that. So I was like struggling at first. And then she said something like, why are you bothered? Like, and it was first like, oh, what are people going to think of my video? I was like, and she's like, why do you care? And I was like, that is true. Like, I don't know why I care. So when you kind of let go, like, no one's bothered, and you're doing it like for a good thing and like for your like business, and you just kind of let go of it all. And then when you've done a few at first, you are like, I, I was cringing at myself doing the first few videos. I was like, I can't do this. And then the more you've just been. One, you're gonna it's gonna build a business. It's good. People actually enjoy them when you put them out there. And then you get kind of like more confident the more you do. And it was just like, it's now I can do a video, no problem. Like I could sit and record one like here if I needed to. But I just you need to just get used to it and build that confidence up and just not really care, like be cringe or be anything. It's just put something out there.
0: And how have you found that like like how much content you make, how have you found that? Have you found that interrupts what you do day to day or is it now just you make videos every day and that's just what you do?
1: Yeah. So at first I used to literally, I had to sit down like one day and just record all my content in one day. Um, I couldn't like, at first I couldn't just be like, oh, when a video came in my head, I couldn't just record it. I had to like prepare myself and think about it and then start recording, which that was probably taking more time out because I couldn't, I had to put time aside. Whereas now if I'm sat and the video comes into my head, I'll just sit and record it. So it doesn't really take much time and I don't think about it and I don't have to prepare myself. That's so it's easier. <laughs> <And how laughs> but first content- I was like, oh. right, sit down, prepare, record. And I'd probably watch it, delete it, do it again, delete it, which I don't do that no more. I just record it.
0: And how much content are you making? Like how much are you posting a week? What's in like a day? And what's yeah. the kind of frequency? I,
1: I try well, mainly I'll do on TikTok uh, one a day, like Monday to Friday. If a video does come to my head on a Saturday, I will record it. But generally one a day, Monday to Friday.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. And so are you finding that you do you spend time? I know that Carla is a big advocate of these kind of like five fives, engaging with people. Yeah. Are you spending time doing that as well?
1: So I haven't been doing much of that, but obviously I've had my meeting with Carla, like we we have meetings. Every three months, just to like see how we're doing, how we've gotten, um, reached our goals and stuff. And that is one thing that I do post videos and I do contact people. But if you physically do the five fives every day, getting like your name about on different social media platforms, even just like liking summit, it will help. And like just showing yourself out there. So that is something that is my goal to do for the next three months, the five fives and see how far that gets me.
0: That'll be like lighting, like fuel on yeah. a fire. That'll be amazing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I've started at this um, these past few weeks. So I think my next meeting, I think it's beginning of October, and I need to do it up until then, like every day. So
0: that'll be super exciting. That'll be crazy, yeah. like to see. Because yeah. so, do you find with that then? What is your main platforms you're using at the moment? What's your kind of social media platforms you're looking at?
1: My main f- platforms is TikTok. Instagram and Facebook and I do LinkedIn as well. I've not I haven't got properly to grips with LinkedIn yet. I post on it every day and stuff and message and connect to people. But I think with like Instagram, Facebook and TikTok, I spend more time on them. Like I'll do a post on LinkedIn and I won't like look at it for the rest of the day, which yeah. I probably should try and spend more time on there. <laughs> I love that. Whereas I do on the other ones, I'll sit and look through them
0: it is linkedin actually of them as well i'm i'm pretty similar with linkedin but one thing i'd say with linkedin is that you it's actually of all of the ones it's the one that needs you to look through it the most yeah for it to be well you need to be on it a lot
1: carla like swears by linkedin like that's her like number one one i think to like get leads and do a post and everything so i do need to probably spend a bit more time on there than the other ones but I probably will up until October.
0: That's my doing my five fives and everything
1: on there. That's your new one. I'm
0: doing the five fives on it as well. So (laughs) after we had that discussion, like I was like, I'm going to do that too on LinkedIn and I'm spending time. So I I think it's a good move to do. One of the things you put here is, and one of the things I want to talk to you about is that, you know, you've just started, you've been doing Mm -hmm. it for about 18 months. And yet the market you're in is brutal. Through. Yeah. And we were chatting about this <laughs> off air but how have you found it how have you found being a new advisor into yeah. this space you know like as this is this is your normal
1: it is actually like my normal since I've pretty much started it's been the market's just been up and down like rate rising just it hasn't been easy <laughs> since I've started so it's kind of my normal so I, don't, I didn't really know when like rates were low and stuff like it, when I see what people's rates are when I'm remortgaging I'm like oh my god like <laughs> it would be great to have them rates now <laughs> um but I've like because that's kind of like all I know at the moment I've like tried to stay positive but it has been hard and I had like even the past month my mindset wasn't right I was like quite thinking quite negatively because it was a lot of negativity in the news and everyone's just like going on about rates being so high so it kind of like got in my head a bit and then when I've like spoke to like Carla had a meeting she was like you just need to change your mindset and like be more positive and put like positive stories out there because even though I was being like thinking like that I was still doing like people's mortgages and I was still getting positive outcomes like people could still afford to like buy and remortgage. so then I just changed it I was like stop listening to the negativity just keep doing what you're doing keep helping people who need it and then it just changed like it's just you need to just kind of like think positive because even when rates low there's still probably going to be negativity there like with things so you just kind of have to like change your um mindset of how you're thinking and like oh yeah rates may be high but someone who's a first-time buyer who doesn't really know about rates before if you do their affordability and they can actually afford what they're looking at and it's not a problem for them
0: it, it is a I, th- I think in a weird mm. way it's a bit of a bit of a gift to start at this time as you say because yeah i think if you don't i remember being an estate agent when the market was coming into a new market it was very new that was when i was started starting and it worked really well because to me i'd never experienced anything else you know it was yeah and and so it, it was quite a when everyone else was panicking I was just kind of like oh okay it's just kind of what it is yeah. just, I come to work and I thought this is what the job is and I think it will get better and um yeah and as you say though I have seen you come in I mean um Carla said to me you know that you'd had some tough months like when it was really because mm-hmm. it's a lot like when yeah. you get into grips with just doing the job and advising and being compliant and making sure it's the right. And then all of a sudden the lenders are doing all these different things and changing things overnight. And then you're on queuing up to be on HSBC or like, it's pretty brutal.
1: That was one of the hardest things when the lenders were just literally, they're giving you about two hours and you'd give someone a rate. You have two hours to put the application through and then you're on a queue and then it's gone. And it's like, you have to go back to the client then and say, we can't do that rate. Right. And then the other one's higher. So that was like that time when the lenders were going crazy, that was like my hardest time because I felt bad for the client. And then people were like, there's nothing you can do, it is or it is. But I just couldn't help but feel like, it was my fault even though it wasn't i was just like oh, but that was hard but you do, you just have to think everyone's in the same boat it's not just you like all advisors are in that queue like it's hard <laughs>
0: yeah every, that's a good way of thinking yeah. about it. every single person in that queue mm. is another person who's got to go back yeah. and have a, an awkward call with a client and say and we definitely didn't. and do, have you had any clients on that did you have any clients like, how do you deal with like how do you deal with that that kind that's, of conversation did you have anyone yeah. to cough or not understand
1: Luckily, I didn't have anyone, like, kick off. I think when I, like, spoke to client Mangamel, I just explained what happened. I think they're kind of, like, because of, like, the news and everything, they're, like, understand it is, they were, like, rushing to get the and because everyone's, like, you need to, like, lock one in now. So they were all, like, it was only two people but I was in that queue for that dreaded queue <laughs> um, to submit an application and they were both, like, they understood, got them the next, like, best rate for them. And then, obviously, because we've got them in early, it's that thing where hopefully we can swap them down. That's a very, like, hopeful thing.
0: I heard that you, tell me if this is the case, but I heard you yeah. You were in, you were off to a wedding or something and you waited on a queue. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: you, got, you took your laptop in the car.
1: I was in the car. <laughs> that was after I'd been in the queue and I was like, right, I'm not having this. I was at the wedding the next day. Wedding was about and now we're in 40 minute drive and I had two cases to like submit and I was like it's not worth and I need it done so I'm like in the back of the car I was like I'll sit in the back there was three of us and I was just submitting the applications before I got to the wedding they were like do you want a drink I was like wait wait till I've done this <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but after I'd done it when we got the wedding the applications were in I was like I feel great now I can enjoy myself
0: that's a brilliant story I mean, Carla <laughs> telling me she said that she was like you're just absolutely you know slave in a way which is yeah. it's it's hard It's a really interesting mm-hmm. and so one thing that as once I wanted to also speak to you about was that you have and this is what actually inspired me to get you on the show <clears throat> I've spoke to you on mm-hmm. Carla's show before I've spoke to you before as well yeah but you seem to have just appeared like everywhere at the moment your marketing and branding is everywhere we spoke a little bit about it in the, in the social media but what was the shift what's changed for you to be just absolutely everywhere because everywhere I look I see your videos I see your stories I see what what was that shit because I couldn't see you maybe six months ago I was yeah really I'd heard, I'd heard of you but I hadn't seen much of you
1: yeah a little bit what I used to think when I first started doing it was like I didn't want to pause too much because I didn't want to be doing people's heads in that's what I originally thought and I was like but the went to get like leads and to get your name shown and get out there you need to be posting a lot because half the time when people are on social media they might see your post but they're not they'll just flick past it and they're not going to be like until they see it quite a few times that's when they're going to start taking notice so I just thought like just forget what like what you think just start posting every day across every social media and just to get known and as soon as I started doing that I was starting to get more followers starting to get more views on TikTok starting to get more interaction with people So it actually. it just shows it works and I mean Kyla preaches it all the time anyway and she's like living proof it definitely works um but I was just even like it's mad before I was at um York races and I was in the queue just to get a drink and someone came up and was like oh mortgage Meg and I was like oh how are you doing? I've seen you on LinkedIn and I was like oh my god must be working so it's just like I was wanted to keep doing it and keep and it's just get my name out there and it does i've noticed like increasing leads increasing like interaction and it's just like a definitely good way to just get out there
0: and where do most of your leads come from then as, a, as an advisor at the moment
1: the the main three is from well i'd say the main two actually is more instagram and tiktok they come through through like messages on there and i've got a link in my um tiktok bio where they can come through and email me and put an inquiry through
0: so so you don't generate anything else other than social media
1: um and then obviously with uh, carla and the girls doing insurance leads um get the people who have mortgages who come through them i can then help them with the remortgages so there's leads from the girls as well oh wow i love that
0: I think that's, mm-hmm. so it's a good it's good that social media is your main source because i think that's yeah. true proves that it's possible because a lot of people don't come in that way and i think because you obviously come in through carla yeah it's 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 easy to see it's exciting to see somebody coming in new to the industry and then doing this specific method which has worked so well for her
1: yeah so like when i started it was mainly do your social media posts and see what leads getting obviously at first when you're starting out and posting on facebook and stuff you get a lot of people like family and friends who were come here at first and then you start doing them and then you keep building and then they just come from social media like some people like you oh, i haven't spoke to you for a while like kind of come out the woodwork i'm like oh, i've seen your post can you help me and i'm like of course so it kind of like brings more people to you
0: it's good i, I that's yeah. one of the bits i love about it is actually like i mean i've got like a meeting with my old boss like next yeah. week like next week i've got a meeting with an old boss of mine Purely because I haven't spoken to this guy for like seven years, but like yeah. would send me a message and he's like, oh, my situation's changed. It'd be great to have a chat with you. And you think it kind of when the jobs you do, especially what you're doing, like yeah. you, it allows you to connect and reconnect with people you've not spoken to for a long time.
1: Definitely. Like one of the first um, clients i done was someone from my old probation work. So yeah. that was like my first person. I was like, amazing. Like it's just like people like who you've known in the past, who you're kind of not in touch with now like you get a lot of them come through, which is quite good. It's like nice to speak to people like that again.
0: I love that. It's, and it is, it's a really lovely part of the job for sure. Yeah. So, so Meg, if people want to learn more about you, they want to, you know, see your content, follow your journey. Where's the best place for them to go?
1: Um, I think definitely my, um, Instagram or TikTok. Sure. I think I think they're all the same name. Mortgage it's Meg. It's Mortgage
0: Meg <laughs> underscore, is <isn't laughs>
1: yeah. it? Yeah. So, Mortgage Meg underscore on TikTok and Mortgage Meg on Instagram with an extra G on the end. <laughs>
0: <An extra laughs> I Meg. Love <laughs> that's great. Uh, Meg, it's been really great to have you on the show. Like I said, yeah. I, I, I definitely think people should follow you and see what you're doing. I think yeah. I've been watching you. I've been seeing you a lot. I think what you're doing is exciting and it'd be really great to see where you're at like in a year's time. I think I'll definitely, definitely bring you on the show yeah. and talk about what that's been like in a year and um, keep touching base on that because I think that there's not many people I get to speak to who are right at the beginning of like their journey, yeah. and but doing it. I speak to a lot of people who are at the beginning, but there are not many people who are at the beginning but also doing all of the social media stuff right at yeah. the beginning. So do you know what I mean? It's quite exciting.
1: Definitely, yeah. I look forward to see where I am in a year. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I love it. Any any parting words or anything you want to say before we run the show out?
1: No, I just obviously anyone who is starting up, like if they are. Worried about social media or videos, just honestly try and forget about what anyone else thinks and just be yourself. And people like to see people's personality and videos and like be relatable and stuff. So just put anything out there and just go for it.
0: I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: No worries at all. Thank you.